What goes on? What Goes On presents What Goes Online number one, concert review, Bob Dylan at the Providence Performing Arts Center, November 26, 2021. On November 26, 2021, Bob Dylan played at the Providence Performing Arts Center, aka PPAC, Providence, Rhode Island, part of Bob Dylan's Rough and Rowdy Ways Tour. That is the name of the album that Dylan is touring on. This is the fourth time Bob Dylan has played in Providence at PPAC since 2014. I've gone to all four of those shows. On top of that, I've seen Dylan four other times. 2003 at the Mohegan Sun Casino. I also saw him in the summer of 2006 at McCoy Stadium with Willie Nelson. I also saw Bob Dylan at the University of Rhode Island at the Ryan Center with Duke Robillard on guitar. That was back in 2013. I also saw Bob Dylan in July of 2016 at the Blue Hills Bank Pavilion on his Frank Sinatra cover album tour. And I've seen the last four shows Dylan has played in 2014, 2017, 2019, and this year at the Providence Performing Arts Center. The concert that happened this past Friday night at the Providence Performing Arts Center was nothing short of magical. Bob Dylan, my favorite musician of all time, brought the house down again at 80 years old. Bob Dylan, he didn't play any of the hits the other night. You didn't hear Knocking on Heaven's Door all along the Watchtower. You didn't hear Like a Rolling Stone. You didn't hear Ballad of a Thin Man. If you came to hear any of the hits, you didn't come to the right show. Bob is going to do it his way, and he sure did the other night. Bob has been touring on the Rough and Rowdy Ways LP and certainly chose many songs from that album. Those were really the highlights of the night. Each song was its own tableau displaying every bit of American music and history and heritage that Dylan could fit in from rock, rockabilly, blues, country, every American form of music, jazz. It was all heard from Friday night from Mr. Dylan and his Cracker Jack Band. Running through the set list real quick, Dylan started it off with Watching the River Flow, a really deep cut from a Greatest Hits album that came out in the mid-80s. I'd never heard this song before. Came off of Volume 2, Greatest Hits compilation. Talk about Bob then went to the old Blonde on Blonde classic, most likely You Go Your Way and I'll Go Mine. Blonde on Blonde is my favorite Bob Dylan album. That's one of my favorite songs. Then Dylan went into one of the classic songs from Rough and Rowdy Ways. He sung the song I Contain Multitudes, went into False Prophet. And then he played When I Paint My Masterpiece, one of three really deep cut songs that he played that night that are amongst my favorite. And I consider myself a very, very big Bob Dylan fan from the hits to the deep cuts. When I Paint My Masterpiece, one of the recent bootlegs, one of the songs that I really love. Then Dylan went back 
at the show went back to Black Rider, another song from the new album. Then he did I'll Be Your Baby Tonight, classic song off of John Wesley Harding. He did my own version of You, which is another song from Rough and Rowdy Ways. He did Early Roman Kings, actually the only song from 2012's Tempest. My favorite of the later generation Bob Dylan albums. I was lucky enough to see him tour on that three times. So I was okay with not hearing as many of those songs that night. In a lot of ways, Rough and Rowdy Ways has updates of a lot of those songs. It does seem like he used Tempest as a template. And with Rough and Rowdy Ways, he expanded on that horizon. And sometimes I thought he went a little too far. So I don't like Rough and Rowdy Ways quite as much as I like Tempest. It gets a little wordy. The songs kind of drag. He uses the same cadence on a lot of songs. But live, they were magical. Gonna use that word again, magical. So after he played Early Roman Kings, the classic Nashville Skyline song, To Be Alone With You, came after that. He did Key West, which may have been one of the best songs of the night. He did a country jukebox version of Gotta Serve Somebody, the second deep cut song that really hit me that night. I've made my mind to give myself to you. Another one from the new album. Melancholy Mood came next. Frank Sinatra cover. Mother of Muses. Probably my favorite song from the new album. Goodbye Jimmy Reed. Another new one. Every Grain of Sand was the set closer. Another deep cut came off of one of the new bootleg albums originally released on shot of love in the 80s again when i paint my masterpiece gotta serve somebody every grain of sand two of my favorite all-time songs in any sort of way possible not only bob dylan songs but just songs in general but he didn't play any hits folks he probably sent a lot of people home sad but he sent this bob dylan fan home happy i'm still reeling Thank you, Bob. If that was the last time I saw you, so be it. Thank you for all the memories. But if you want to come through Providence again, you are more than welcome. What goes on? What goes on? Hello, and my name is Corey, and welcome back to the What Goes On podcast presents Notes from the Nodes Bleeds, Episode 3. That's right, my very beautiful audience, the Providence Friars men's basketball team, are 6-1. and one. In their past three games, they went 2-1. and one. They won versus Northwestern down in New Jersey, 77-72. So they were able to go on to the next day and play Virginia, and they lost 58-40. to 40. And then this past Saturday, the Friars won versus the St. Peter's Peacocks of Jersey City, New Jersey. The final score, 85-71. Providence Friars are now ranked 66th by Ken Palm. Remember, folks, the top 68 teams make the dance. So they're probably right on the bubble right now. I want to remind my listeners that this program is made possible by listeners like you and the Ed Cooley Coke Counter. We're actually eliminating the Ed Cooley Coke Counter temporarily because Ed Cooley hasn't been wearing jackets this season, folks. He's been wearing these pullovers. So we're going to change this ad something new. Stay tuned for later when we reveal our new Ed Cooley related ad here on Notes from the Nosebleeds. Let's go back to our win versus Northwestern. Friars won against Northwestern 77-72. Fairly dominant performance from the Friars. I have two winners of the Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award for 
for the Friars' win against Northwestern. Jared Bynum and Bryson Goodine are our co-winners of the Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award for their win against Northwestern. Jared Bynum had a very hot start versus Northwestern. Hit a couple threes, had a steal, found Durham in the corner for three. Bynum's hot start. Eight points helped the Friars to an early 13-4 lead. Bynum finished with 15 points, five rebounds, four assists, one steal, and three turnovers. He's a co-winner of the Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award with Bryson Goodine. Goodine had a really nice stretch, five minutes left in the first half, where he hit a three, had a nice defensive play, hit another three, got a rebound, and that was with about five minutes left in the first half. Really good run off the bench here for Goodine. End up going four for five from three, 12 points off the bench. Big things from Bryson Goodine. So again, the Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award winners are Jared Bynum and Bryson Goodine. That is Bynum's second Dirt Dog Award and Goodine his first. Other winners include two for Noah Horkler, two for Al Durham, and one for Justin Manaya from South Carolina. The Lawan Pipkins Memorial MVP Award winner is Nate Watson. This game against Northwestern will forever be remembered for Nate's Sports Center number one highlight of the day, an alley oop from Jared Bynum. It was one of the sickest plays you'll ever see. Again, number one Sports Center play of the night from our very own Providence Friars. Could not make it up, folks. It is like I am dreaming. If you haven't seen it yet, look it up on Twitter. It's all over the place. Because Nate Watson was unstoppable versus Northwestern. He was getting quadruple teams, still scoring. Helped the Friars to improve to 5-0. and Watson ended up with 16 points on 8 of 12 shooting. He only missed one free throw. He only took one free throw, which is a head scratcher. He had five rebounds, one block, and one turnover. That is Nasty Nate's third MVP award. Other winners include the Red Panda with one, Andrew Fonts with one, and Al Durham with one. Nice job. Nate Watson, again, another big win against a Big Ten conference team. That'll definitely help the Friars out when it comes to making the tournament. This program is made possible by listeners like you and our friends at Clip Clop. Ever go hang out in the countryside and find a horse, but you're not sure what kind of horse it is? Try Clip Clop. Clip Clop is an app that helps you identify what kind of horse you found in the wild. Clip Clop, when you're not sure what kind of horse you got, You take a picture or you take a video of it and using the clippity-clop of the horse's shoes will be able to tell you what kind of horse it is. Nay, it's clip-clop. Let's get back to the show. And the Providence Friars were handed their first loss of the season, 58-40 to to Virginia the night after the Northwestern win. No further comment is really necessary. I'm not going to make excuses for the Friars. Virginia were a tough team to face on a back-to-back. Virginia is basically the Friars' much grimier cousin. They play even nastier D. They can actually hit threes. Those are some of PC's Achilles heels. Their lack of depth playing on a back-to-back doesn't help. So my dreams of an undefeated season are gone. Just like that. Screw you, Virginia. All I ask is for one thing undefeated season but no we can't have that it's too much to ask it's too much what goes on in your heart what goes on in your 
goes on. Huh? Program is made possible by listeners like you and Schlubway. When you get your sandwich built by local deli counter worker do you want the worker to be a schlub like you an average worker or do you want him to be like a hunk or a hunkette all these hunks and hunkettes making sandwiches i don't want that i want a schlub like myself that's right schlubway 666 smith street providence schlubway when you need a real sandwich made by real people schlubway don't settle for sandwich makers that are way out of your league schlubway we want a sandwich built by someone who knows how to make a sandwich because they're the ones who are probably eating sandwiches too you trust their judgment schlubs Schlubway, check it out. 666 Smith Street, Smith Hill, Providence. This past Saturday, the Friars defeated the St. Peter's Peacocks of Jersey City, New Jersey, 85-71. Some of the main storylines include that an illness went through the Friars' locker room and Bryson Goodine and Justin Manaya from South Carolina were unable to play. And probably the biggest news of the game is when Jared Bynum was lost early on in the game with a right ankle injury. It's like it's a sprain. He was seen in a boot on the end of the bench at the end of the game. Not looking good, folks. If we don't have Bynum for the stretch run, going to be in a lot of trouble. Hopefully it's a four to six week kind of thing. We get him back early on in the Big East. That's probably our best case scenario. It's not looking good for the next few games, though, and going to miss Jared Bynum's playmaking ability as much as i love al durham he probably cannot pass it quite as well as jared bynum he's a little more out of control not a great game from durham he had seven turnovers i'm a little scared to ask him to do all the playmaking he might be the one who needs to step it up and with two of our rotation guys out we did see a non-ironic drew fonts moment of glory and i'm calling it non-ironic because they actually needed him to step it up and take some minutes and it's a little scary folks if drew fonts is taking some time some minutes from players and seems like coach cooley just doesn't want to play the freshman at all canadian matus case got in at the very end of the first half made a nifty move to the basket for an and one layup he missed the free throw Back to the bench he went. Case is Canadian and remains a mystery to me otherwise. But really, the biggest news of the game, the number one thing that happened, the most exciting part, never mind that the Friars won, never mind that our best point guard went out. No, no, no. The biggest news of the game, the most exciting part of the game, the most exciting thing that's happened in the season so far occurred in the second half at the 11.08 minute mark. That's right, folks. The St. Peter's Peacocks of Jersey City, New Jersey's Hassan Drain stepped up to the free throw line at the 11.08 minute mark. Free Chick-fil-A was also on the line. On behalf of all Friar fans, I'd like to thank Hassan Drame for totally bricking both of his free throws and therefore handing the Friar faithful a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. That's right, folks. Everyone in the crowd got a free Chick-fil-A sandwich thanks to Hassan Drame. Ah, thank you for the free sandwich. That's right, folks. Everyone in the crowd got a Chick-fil-A sandwich for free. Go Friars. Happy Thanksgiving. Sandrame, you almost were today's MVP, but the MVP of today's game against the St. Peter's Peacocks of Jersey City, New Jersey, was Noah Horkler. 25 points on 9 of 10 shooting, 3 for 4 from 3, 4 for 4 from the line, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 block, 1 turnover. Noah Horkler, 25 points was PC high. 
career high for the Friars. That was also Horkler's first MVP trophy, his first Luan Pipkins MVP. He's joining Nate Watson, Red Panda, Andrew Fonts, and Al Durham in the MVP race this year. The Alfa Diallo Dirt Dog Award goes to Nate Watson, 23 points, 6 boards, 1 assist, 2 blocks, no turnovers, and 7 for 7 from the free throw line. It was like I was watching another team. The Friars have been so bad historically from the line that I can't believe I'm even saying this. Friars shot 29-31 from the free throw line because St. Pete's was following them constantly. That's like 94% from the free throw line. That never happens to the Friars. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Good job, Friars. And we were debating us in the nosebleeds where this all came from, this hitting of free throws. And my theory is the team all took ayahuasca together and had a spiritual reawakening and now they're shooting free throws like they should that is nate watson's first dirt dog award joining noah horkler with two justin manio with one al durham with two jared bynum with two bryson goodine with one normalization process reality immunization of what goes on what goes on this episode is also made possible by listeners like you and Pants City. Pants City. When you want pants fresh from the farm, come to Pants City. Pants City, 666 Ives Street in Providence. We have free range pants. No pesticides pants. Pants City. When you want a free range pair of pants and you can't go anywhere else but Pants City. Looking for a fresh new getup to go out with your friends this weekend, but you want to make sure that your pants don't have any ethical questions attached to them? Try Pants City. We have only ethical pants to wear at Pants City. No pesticide pants, free range pants, farm fresh. Pants City, 666 Ives Street. Let's get back to the program. Providence Friars' next game will be Wednesday night against Texas Tech at 8.30. That is December 1st at the dunk. Texas Tech bring in their no-middle defensive scheme, which I don't know what that means, but I read it somewhere. It sounds pretty important. Currently, Ken Palm has Texas Tech ranked at number 11. However, they are not ranked in the AP or coaches poll, but did receive votes. In fact, they received 68 votes from the coaches poll. And Providence, 11 votes! Coaches poll, we love you here at Notes from the Nosebleeds. Thank you. 11 votes. We're getting there, folks. We're going to be ranked by the end of the season. Mark that down. Texas Tech are led by NBA prospect Terrence Shannon, who's been averaging 16 points per game. He's number one. He's a guard. Bryson Williams is also on Texas Tech. He's number 11 forward transfer from UTEP. He's been averaging 14.5 points per game. Kevin McCuller is number 15. He's a guard who's been averaging 15 points per game. And Kevin Obanor, number zero, is a forward transferred from Oral Roberts, who's on a squad that went to the Sweet 16 last year. He's been averaging 10 a game. Shout out to Taunton's own Marcus Santos Silva, number 14. He's a forward represent. I also want to note that Bryson Goodine on the PC Friars is from Barrington. Another big game coming up Saturday, 2 o'clock. Rivalry game. University of Rhode Island Rams coming to the dunk. They're 80th ranked by Ken Palm. And I didn't go to Providence, by the way. I went to UMass Amherst. I didn't go to URI. I really don't care. But I took a class at URI once. Didn't really like it. So 
Go Friars. Finally, this program is made possible by Ed Cooley's Spiffy Sweater Vest. Ed Cooley's Spiffy Sweater Vest. He's been only wearing these sweater pullover athletic wear. Well, he's worn those six times, so now we've been given six dollars in Bitcoin from the Ed Cooley Spiffy Sweater Count Vest. Sweater Vest Count. From the Ed Cooley Spiffy Sweater Vest Count, six dollars in Bitcoin. Thank you so much. Hopefully he'll start wearing a jacket soon, folks. This program is also made possible by the folks at High End Gutters. High End Gutters, 666 Atwell's Ave, one of our keystone ads here at What Goes On Podcast. High End Gutters did experience a fire over the holidays. A lot of people went through High End Gutters with their family reunions, class reunions. People were smoking hookah. People were bowling. Unfortunately, the masks really tripped people up. Some people forgot to put their masks back on and got hookah everywhere and bowling balls kept knocking over hookah, shisha, going flying. People were getting shisha in their masks. It was a mess. High-end gutters, folks. Never a dull moment at high-end gutters. Thank you for listening to the What Goes On podcast presents Notes from the Nosebleeds, episode number three. Go Friars. Get friared up.